Faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the Word of God. It's time for Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. Thank you for joining me today. This is Sue Taylor. The Bible tells us to be steadfast and movable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. 1 Corinthians 15, 58. In this passage, Paul speaks of the certainty of the resurrection. The truth of the resurrection changes everything. You know, just as it will change us Uh, When Jesus returns to this earth in a twinkling of an eye, it also can change us now as we abide in Christ. Jesus came, Jesus died, Jesus rose from the dead, and Jesus is coming back for all of us who believe in him. The risen Christ is faith's reality. We serve a living God. We have a living hope. This is the gospel that Paul preached to the Corinthians and the gospel we, Christ's disciples, preach that Christ died once and for all for our sins and that he rose from the dead once and for all and that he is returning for us once and for all to live with him once and for all throughout eternity. In other words, beloved, it is a finished work. This is why Paul urges us to be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. The definition of steadfastness is firmness, persistence, and determination in one's endeavors. As you embark upon this new year, beloved, let me ask you, are you a steadfast person? Are you firm in your faith? Are you persistent in your faith in Christ and are you determined to finish your race with purpose, with power and perseverance? Steadfastness is a beautiful quality and it is to be seen in human things as well as spiritual. Paul urges us not only to be steadfast but immovable. Now the definition is pretty clear. You refuse to move from your steadfastness in Christ and in what you believe. You have learned through your steadfastness of prayer and the word and fellowship of other believers the truth, and you become immovable. This is our security, beloved. Know what and in whom we believe. Be steadfast in that belief, and we will become more and more immovable. There are many scripture references which gives us instruction on how to become more steadfast and more immovable or or as saints, uh, you know, shaken at trial testing or things of the world, we can be assured of our our steadfastness. Psalm 15 is one of the best chapters in the Word of God, I think, in depicting the requirements of remaining steadfast and immovable. This is a psalm of David, and since he was a man after God's own heart, this psalm starts with a question of of concern. 
David asked, Lord, who may dwell in your sanctuary and who may live on your holy hill? You know, contrary to popular teaching and belief, not everyone will dwell permanently with the Lord of Lord and the King of Kings. There are some requirements. And verse 2 starts the answer to David's question. He whose walk is blameless and he who, who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from his heart. And the only way we can lead a righteous life, beloved, and have a blameless life is through Jesus Christ. He is the only truly righteous person who ever lived and the only blameless one. He is the one that will enable us to live and become immovable in our faith. David says here, the one who speaks the truth from his heart. Beloved, without the knowledge of Jesus Christ, I tell you, there is no truth. This world is not going to give you truth. You know, Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life that is immovable. As we accept him and become steadfast in our pursuit of him, then we become convicted of those things that are wrong. And we turn to the truth. And this psalm continues in instruction for becoming immovable in the truth. It says, he whose walk is blameless. And he who does what is righteous, who speaks the truth from his heart and has no slander on his tongue, who does his neighbor no wrong and casts no slur on his fellow man, who despises a vile man, but honors those who fear the Lord, who keeps his oath even when it hurts, who lends his money without usury and does not accept a bribe against the innocent. The last verse of this great psalm gives the promise. He who does these things will never be shaken. And I want to emphasize that it is not by works or by trying to keep this instruction that saves us. For we won't be able to if we are not born again and rooted in love in Jesus Christ and through him and the power of the Holy Spirit. Remember that David lived before Jesus, but he was given tremendous insight into spiritual matters because his heart was after the Lord. This psalm gives us a picture of the kind of faith that not only saves, but results in a life of holiness. And to become steadfast and immovable in our faith, saints of God, it means that we are becoming more holy day after day. I want to clarify that if your saving faith isn't leading you into a more holy walk with the Lord, maybe you need to go back and see if you have truly been born again. This psalm gives us a picture of the pursuit of God, which leads to holiness, which leads to becoming immovable in those things that are next to God's heart. And those things are walking in integrity. In other words, what David said, speaking the truth in our heart. Careful to maintain a conscience too. Secondly, void of offense. Are you easily offended and then are not forgiving? 
Thirdly, he or she doesn't backbite with their tongue. We are to discipline our tongue for edification of the brethren rather than assassination of the brethren. Number four, we desire to help our neighbor and not hurt him. Number five, he or she hates evil and has no doing with it. In fact, we aren't to tolerate the evil that the world tries to get us to accept. Also, he or she keeps their word even when it hurts. And another thing that this psalm depicts is that we are rightly related to money and are more apt to give because we love to give rather than to gain interest on our money for profit. And lastly, we won't permit justice uh, by taking or pervert justice by taking bribes against the innocent. And then it says the people who pursue God with these motives, we are the ones that will not be moved but steadfast. And this is faith to live by. You've been listening to Faith to Live By with Sue Taylor. If you would like to write with your comments or to request a copy of this program for an $8 donation, write Sue Taylor, 10827 Highway 86 East, Neosho, Missouri, 64850. Sue Taylor is a member of the KNEO team and a keynote speaker at several church and women's events throughout the four-state area. To book Sue for your next event, contact Sky High Radio at 417-451-5636. The world is in chaos. You're here for a purpose. What does the Bible have to say about it all? I'm Mark Taylor, host of Crosspoint podcast and radio show, and I'd like to invite you to join me each week as I navigate the complexities of faith, culture, and personal growth. Each week, I interview a different guest who is making an impact on the culture of for God's kingdom. Whether you're seeking spiritual guidance, true information, or a fresh perspective, this podcast equips you to discern truth in today's chaotic world. When Christianity intersects with everyday life, that's where you'll find Crosspoint, sometimes discussing the issues that some churches don't want to talk about. Look up Crosspoint with Mark Taylor wherever you get your podcast produced by KNEO Radio and the Sky High Podcast Network.